Hello, everyone, and welcome to Last Week in Basketball, a recap of some of the most important storylines and highlights that happened this past week in the NBA. I am your co-host, Mowgli, and sitting next to me, as always, the man, the myth, the mouth. What up, Mowgli? What up, mouth? We hope you had a wonderful St. Patrick's Day to all of our cool listeners out there. And let's get into this important... Dude, this week was fast. Like, Right. That's how it goes, man, every year. That's just the way it is. Things will never be the same. Fuck. Shout out, Tupac. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. We got a lot to talk about. Important news first, yes? Mm-hmm. The defending champions, the Los Angeles Lakers... Our home team. Let's do it. Well, unfortunately, a little bit of bad news. Anthony Davis is going to be reevaluated in three plus weeks. He's still dealing with the leg, Achilles, strain, whatever it is. The way I see it, no need to rush. Yeah, it's no Take bad your time. News. We know how much of an injury history AD has. He is important in the playoffs, not right now. So get healthy, AD. No, and even like we split the last 10 games, five and five. So. Not too bad, you know, but we definitely want to keep it up. This like, is the where top I'm so six. excited. I, yeah. I, I'm thankful that Montrez is a Laker. Coming, yeah, and Frank Vogel said it himself. Him. He said Montrez has been so instrumental with, you know, th- right now the Lakers are super depleted. Alex Caruso, breaking news, he just came back from a concussion protocol, but he was unavailable for a little bit. Sam Schroeder coming back and pulling up, getting into rhythm. Correct. They don't have Quinn Cook, which is another smaller guard. And, you know, LeBron, you don't want him redlining no, it. No, For me right now... How the season's looking as long as the Lakers don't, you know, have the play in at all. That like they're not. They're, they're gonna I, be a top I know. three. I'm seed. just I'm just saying, you know, like worst comes to worst, you know, if that, like then it's like different. But right now it's like get, uh, AD healthy and keep LeBron, you know, healthy and get the other guys' confidence up. Well, we and, you gotta you sign know. a big dude or something. The trade deadline, when is it? Next week? Yep, March what? March twenty fifth. Okay, that's a is, Thursday, next Thursday. Yeah, that's literally a week from today. You heard about the rumors. Miles Turner was out there. Yeah, Indiana, a- center. Clippers were interested. Lakers, a bunch of teams. Brooklyn. Brooklyn is just like, what are they doing? They, man? they have too <laughs> much. They're just, they're a, a, we need to win. Yeah. We need, that's what I'm feeling from them. You know? But Brooklyn, then the, though, the push, too. too. Yeah, that, with the picks, you know, because I'm not sure is uh, Andre Drummond for sure going to them. I'm not sure if that's a I confirmation. Because, like, I know they were in the talks with the Lakers. Yeah. But like you said, with the Brooklyn Nets, we always like, fuck, we always come talking to them. But, like, to me right now, it seems like, they want to win. You they, know, that, they, they're like, fuck, we need to win. No, I know. You know like, I know. they, And they're just stacking up pieces right now. Whether or not those pieces are, yeah. contribute to the overall goal of the championship and whether or not they're adding too many pieces for everything to gel is another story. I think that's what they're doing. I got like this weird theory that like they are picking up pieces, but I feel like they're picking up like these pseudo tough guy pieces to like help. Identity, uh, yeah, culture, I, toughness. Okay. You know, like that's how I'm feeling. All right. Well, in related Laker news, let's talk about LeBron James. LeBron James. I guess this dude just does not run out of money. He <laughs> is a... Uh, Give us money. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> LeBron, come on. Spring Hill. At Spring Hill. At, at Maverick Carter. <laughs> yeah, VR agent. Fuck, dude. Sign us a clutch. Well, uh, LeBron is now a part owner, or he shares a stake of the Boston Red Sox. Ooh, but good for him. Good for him. This guy's crazy, yeah, man. The, his influence. He's probably... Everyone is saying that LeBron is the next Jordan. This motherfucker oh, the is the magic. next magic. Yeah, that's, that's exactly that's, that's, what he is. That's what I'm because thinking. what he's been able to do while he's still playing, Magic mm-hmm. was doing all this stuff. Granted, Here he had in to, L- L.A., fuck. Well, no, no, yes, yes, he did. But it was all kind of post-retirement. Or it was mm. all like after his career was over, albeit it got cut short because of you know his diagnosis. 
LeBron is still doing this. He's still a billionaire, technically, while he's still in the league. Yeah. Uh, um, his influence with politics and politicians. He has super, super elite influence, which is crazy. No, and you know he got that blueprint from Jordan, you know, because I feel like what you, you said. You really? I honestly don't. No, no, because it's a starting point, you know, because, like, Jordan had to look at what uh, Magic but, was doing because I felt Magic was only doing the Converse commercials, you know, and a, a little here, like, local business, yeah. like, local stuff. And he, like you said, he didn't become a business businessman till after, you know, and like, uh, fucking, that's what I'm saying. Michael Jordan, he was learning his new game, like the new media game and becoming, you know, the darling. He was on everything. Gate our Gatorade commercials, our yeah. fucking space jam. He was doing that, but like, he was like the first mold of it. And like, at least LeBron has a chance to see what like Kobe and everybody else has done. And like, just exploded on that shit. I'll during, give you that. I'll give you that. Day, I you think, know? I think, I'm going to bring this up because it was in the last dance as well, and it's also been brought up before. Jordan was always very – he steered himself away from politics. What did he say? Republicans oh, buy yeah, sneakers yeah. too. And then, <laughs> and then there was like a – Allegedly. A, I don't remember if that was true too, right? Like, no, but there was that. one thing yeah. where like there was a black councilman or someone from North Carolina, and mm, oh, yeah, they wanted Jordan to endorse him like for his support, and then he refused to do that. I think LeBron knows how important those positions are, so he's willing to – not do he's willing to do what Jordan was not willing to do. Yeah, but the thing is too, I don't even knock Jordan on that shit because like with me, like for me, feeling like sometimes I don't give a shit about things. Like you know, like I guess like other people want you to give a shit, but like as a human being, I don't have to give a shit about anything. You, I, no, honestly, you know, like Jordan too. It's like I'm 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 do I'm in my own lane. I'm 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 worrying about myself and doing my own shit. You know, like I don't need to worry about this. Like if I don't have to, like if I don't want to. You know, as a person, but like, shout out to like other athletes who do that. That that's why we have yeah. those other athletes. But at the same time, you can't get mad at somebody being like, "I don't fucking care." No, no, you know? you're like, right. You're right. And it's not. It's not their because, responsibility. Yeah. But it's also I'm not a role model. Exactly. <laughs> who are you? Come on, man. Mal Barkley. Like you know, but like for real though, like you know, we just get mad because that looks bad upon. Like we want everybody to be like a good a person. knight in shining yeah. armor. You know. But no, yeah, like, that that is that is the rebuttal to that argument. It's just how you carry yourself and how you view yourself and how much you think your opinion contributes to society. Okay, moving on. Kevin Durant, what's going on with him, dude? Fuck, he's out right now, but that doesn't even stop the Nets, bro. What what's the going fuck? on with these dudes? <laughs> what is man? happening? It's just a offensive powerhouse right now. They're a juggernaut. They are, but at the same time, it's what they won thirteen out of the last fourteen without Katie here. Um, what what can we say? At the same thing, I'm thinking they have the offensive game. It's showing it, and I was telling you how much I hate that all these games are going to overtime and stuff. Like you do need some defense, you know. Uh huh. And the fact that they were able to win thirteen out of fourteen without Kevin Durant is always a good sign. Oh yeah, just Th- wait till he comes in. Exactly. Think <laughs> about Toronto when they got Kawhi Leonard, and Kawhi Leonard that season was rest managing. He was load managing, whatever. And, and Toronto was still able to function without him. So that way, when they plugged it in, it's like, oh man, they were super tough to beat. Yeah. And that's what the Clippers thought they were going to get. That is not the case. That was not the case last year. Uh, we'll see. Still not. We'll see with Brooklyn. Yeah, still not right. We'll get to the Clippers a little <laughs> later, Eric. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Moving on. PJ Tucker. Oh my God, my boy, my boy. PJ the biggest, Tucker. The, the shoe guy, huh? Yeah. yeah. Well, you super like, jealous of him, right? Not, He's my, like, man, these fucking shoes are so wait, fly. Wait, side, side, side quest before we get into like the real thing. Yeah. Uh, 
him cleaning his locker rooms. There's like seven, eight like shoe bags, and who knows how much each one of those bags cost, bro. He's but crazy, I, dude. He's, I he love spent his all his money on shoes. I it, love his shoes. Is game. he gonna wear all of his shoes? That's what he's been doing. He tries to do a new one each game. That's his thing. This guy is wild. But okay, at but least he has a hobbit. I mean, at least he has a hobby. <laughs> hobby. Hobby. He doesn't. He's not. Yeah, he's like six eight. Has a hobbit too, dog. <laughs> PJ. Okay. PJ. Yeah, he is now back. a member of the Milwaukee Bucks. I think it's a solid addition. And you're, you, you shook your head right now. You're saying no. Tell me. I was going to ask you. No, no. I didn't want to tell you. I wanted to come to you. Okay. I was kind of like, you don't. Uh, and I was like, trying to get my thoughts in the place. And I was like, you know what? Let me fucking ask Mowgli. He's always going to in depth. I want to I know. I do. What Listen. do you, what do you really think about this? Listen, Linda. Are, are, my question really was, are the Bucks going to, is this going to be anything better or is this going to be the same Bucks the last three seasons? It's not going to hurt them. If anything, I think P.J. Tucker has been farther and he has more of that playoff run experience because he's been in the Western Conference. Exactly. Yes, he's still losing. He was part of the losing team, but he adds something. He can add some grit, some toughness. You know, Milwaukee sometimes struggles with that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But In the playoffs. I'm assuming that P.J. Tucker is going to be playing the center role or at least something similar to that. And if that is the case, this is just going to be like Houston Rockets 2.0, where Giannis is going to be the Russell Westbrook in this. What I mean by that is Giannis doesn't really have a solid outside shot. He's going to be attacking the rim and charging, and he's going to be kicking out. P.J. Tucker, kick him out. He's supposed to be the center. Hit that three. Hopefully. In theory, it should work. So so I I, I like that aspect of it. We'll see how much... You know, defenses adjust to that and how much Budenholzer changes his game plan. And that's not until the playoffs start. So, okay. Yeah, so I'm iffy on this one. Right now, I like I said, P.J. Tucker is my boy. I don't know how this fits here. You're my boy, bro! <laughs> He's my boy. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. Um, like you said, I guess you kind of convinced me it doesn't hurt them. No, it doesn't. It, it doesn't. doesn't. But, again, it's like you're not really adding shit. Well, who did they get rid of? They don't have Robin Lopez anymore, right? Or Brooke Lopez? No, they one of the Lopez... He's not there. At the same time, it's like, fuck. And they were trying to get a, um, what's it called? Like the Bogdanovich type player. Oh, yeah. He went to Atlanta. Somebody ruined it. (laughs) Somebody ruined it. Yeah, I think Tucker is a serviceable player. He still has a little bit in the tag left. From one player who got traded to another who's been traded, I guess what, the most in NBA Uh, history? Yeah, a former Rockets. A former Rocket, a former Laker champion. Trevor Ariza, man. UCLA Bruin. Was he on your Baby Bear team for uh, theme team? Yeah, I think he was. Okay, okay, cool. But yeah, yeah, no, crazy, right? Like, uh, shout out to him. I'm, you know, this is good and bad, right? Like, I'd wish he would have stayed with the Lakers. I know. Back in the day, yeah. I wish he would have stayed. I wish they would have kept him signed. You know, he came through with the defense, that energy, and that's what he's good for. That defense, that energy, you know, that's why he's still in the league. But at the same time, I just feel bad that it's not. What did you say? Defense energy. Where is he going? He's going to the Miami Heat. So those are two essential qualities. I think he's going to be... And look, they just traded who was recently canceled, uh, Myers Leonard. I think Myers Leonard, (laughs) after he had his little uh, incident online, he's been disciplined. He's been suspended. Now he's been traded. Oy vey. Good shout out. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) But yeah, I like Ariza. He's going to contribute something. 
Do you remember Avery Bradley went to the Heat? I <laughs> forgot about that. Shit. We were talking about that. <laughs> Shit, dude. What happened to Avery Bradley? Well, I don't know. The, the fucking Miami Heat are barely winning now. You know, now that Jimmy Butler's coming back up. Uh, they were so injured, though. They, they started why. off so bad. Like, they were so behind everyone, like behind the eight ball. And now they're just clawing themselves. You know what they remind me of right mm. now? This current iteration of the Miami Heat reminds me of what the Utah Jazz is typically at the second yeah. half, post-All-Star break. Because, because that's when Utah typically starts you know, it's revving up Ooh, their engine. Scary. Yeah, no, yeah. No. And, and Miami seems like they're doing that. Yeah, no, they're solid right now. They're 8-2 in the last 10. And, yeah, that's a lot because of James Butler. Coming back up. Anything else? You want to you move on from that? Let's move on. Listen. Let's move on. <laughs> Damian Lillard, this dude does it again. Your boy, why do I always fucking go against you? Not that I go against Lillard, but damn. Wait, 50 points and what? 10 assists. You're amazing, dude. Yeah, this dude is a nut. Against dude. the fucking Pelicans, it was a comeback game. Most, Most game, game tying. tying or a go-ahead point games. I got that from the jump, I believe. So that's how clutch Lillard it is because you've been talking about it like the last two weeks. I told weeks you, dude. I told you. I would take Lillard over you Curry, would still, you still, You said you would still, but at the same time, it's like. We saw in the All-Star of, game. I know. It's so it's hard. hard. It's, it's, it's hard. so hard. It's yeah. so hard. What were you saying about Hulu? You said <laughs> What was it? Hulu just doesn't do live sports. Hell like, yeah, man. It's showing you right there, bro. Like, fuck. I, low-key, I got a theory. Um, you know how the Madden uh, cover is like the bad curse one? The Hulu is a good curse. Yeah, Embiid. because jo- yes, Embiid, yes. right after he's It's the reverse Madden. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Hulu is the reverse Madden yeah, curse. Dude, yeah, okay. Dude. So who else have they done? Just those two right now. That's those why two, we got yeah. Embiid, MVP. He and got injured. Bra- Brady, right? Didn't he do a Hulu commercial? No, not Brady. I want to say some he did. football player did. I know that, but I'm not sure who. I think this is hard because both players that we're talking about, Curry and Lillard, are just so similar and just but so different style. It works on their teams, but at the same time, right now, it's not working really. You know, I feel like you saw Curry get mad at his teammates <laughs> and all the memes like, oh, man, LeBron, one game with LeBron. And yeah. he's already tried to trade the whole franchise. Yeah, I've seen so many of that. That was so like, funny. I was like, yeah, dude, it rubs off on you. But no, Lillard is for sure, whatever order it is. Personally, I think Curry is number one. Lillard's going to be two when it's all said and done as far as like the greatest that's shooters. What I'm that's, what yeah. I'm, that's what I'm saying. Sorry. That's why I say I booby trap. <laughs> well, Portland right there too. You know, they're right on the sixth seed. Like I said, like they always, Portland, even for Laker fans, like no matter what year it is, like it's all, they're always a tough team. You know, they're oh, always yeah. a tough team. But the thing is, you know, not that I want them to win a championship, but I think like, they're deserving of one, especially Lillard. And it's like, what are they going to do? They put They're going to lose to the Lakers. I'm sorry. <laughs> as much as I love that story, I, I like the one where the Lakers win a little better. Always, always, oh, always. Always. <laughs> always. All right, we had just talked about P.J. Tucker trading P.J. Tucker. He was a Houston Rocket. And let's talk about the Houston Rockets oh right now. They are on an 18-game losing streak. Nah, that, that doesn't sound fun. What happened, bro? What happened is what? James Harden did not want to be there from the beginning. <laughs> Steven Silas was thrown into this. They have John Wall, who's, like, falling apart. DeMarcus Cousins, he's parted ways. They had Christian Wood coming back. Like, Victor Oladipo, they were asking too much for him. Like, they're kind of shooting themselves in the foot. It all starts yeah. with Pertita. Oh, my goodness. They're 0-10. <laughs> the Rockets are 0-10. Well, I mean, they're an 18-game losing streak, obviously. But shit, dude. Yeah, no, it's no bueno, fool. It's horrible. And, like, I, they were looking good right, wait, after, wait, wait, wait. right after the trade. Who's more pathetic right now, the oh, Rockets fuck. or the Timberwolves? The Timberwolves are 9-31. and 31. Uh, I have... And they fired their coach, Ryan Saunders. That was Flip Saunders' son. I think he just got it because of the name. He wasn't really a solid coach. Fuck. Not yet. He was too young. He was too young. He hadn't, hey, he hadn't hey, taken his look yet. facts, bro. He was too young. Nothing about that. But, yeah, 9-31 well, is, is pretty I, embarrassing. You know, 
I can't look back on Cat right now. Oh, you're gonna give him the pass. I have to. You get it. You get it. Pass for the season. Yeah, for the season, I'll give it. All to right, him. all right. Yeah. It's all a right. hard year. It's a hard year. Okay, okay. But fuck, these Rockets got to do something. Well, they can't do anything. Walls out, right? He's no, I mean, what they like, got to do is just suck to win. Yeah, you know what it is? Like, like the tank game, the Sam Hinkie process. They got to do their own. Okay, Eric, let's talk about the Clippers now. Yeah. All right. Yeah, let's do it. So, uh, so they Clippers lost against the Mavs against Dallas Mavericks and Luca and big that's boy Luca. Okay, that's it. <laughs> oh, Serge Ibaka's injured. Kawhi Leonard, what's going on with him? I don't know. He was telling Paul George. He was saying it has to be about consistency, but and that's what did we say? Did we not say that? Gosh, <laughs> well, the e- thing is, ESPN hire us, someone. We all know these problems, but it's like fuck. Now you're realizing it. It's like shit. What are you gonna do? What Playoffs are, they are do? coming up. No, fast, no, no. The bro. trade deadline is in a week. They need pieces. What are they gonna do? They're they're capped. They don't have a lot of assets. Lou Williams is the biggest asset, right? Patrick Beverly. <laughs> That's their trade assets, yeah. But I don't know. Steve Ballmer, I'm pretty sure, would be like willing to go over the checkbook if they knew what they were getting. Like, I still feel that the Clippers are inconsistent right now. You know, like for still sure, for, for, sure. for for what they have for the talent that they have, I still feel it's inconsistent. Even though they're only behind us, I think like a couple games, and like I don't know, they're still going to be a playoff contender. But I would like to see like I always wanted to see the Clipper Clipper Laker rivalry. You know, I like, know at its fullest, yes. at its yes. fullest, not not like. Obviously, we love to get the beatdowns, but you know, uh, competitive. Well, you want to see a competitive, at least like six game series where like they're all at full health, and it's just like whoa. Mm-hmm. Before we move on, we had talked about the Miami Heat, and we were praising them. I just want to give a shout out to the Grizzlies and John Morant because they beat the Heat yesterday. This guy's a problem. I'm so upset yeah. that I, I was like, oh, he was my next person to draft, and then he got <laughs> swooped up. And speaking of St. Patrick's Day, the luck ran out for the Boston Celtics, got taken out by the Cleveland Cavaliers, one seventeen to one ten. So just a little. Fun tidbits right there. Another fun tidbit for St. Patty's Day. Tell me. I guess it was a good day. The luck of the Irish was on the NBA. Oh, the luck of the Irish. It was uh, the first uh, game that had si- the first day that had six triple doubles wow. in NBA history. And I guess I didn't even know this. I guess a few weeks before that, the, that record of five games was barely set. Uh, five. Uh, so the triple double is losing value or no? Because it's coming so common now, what well, do you think? It's it's a indicator of the of what we've been talking about, huh? Like how all the offense, everything's going offensive more towards shooting three points, right? That's I, I would agree with that, but it also requires these offensive players to generate all that skill as well. So so they're putting in work. The game is leaning more towards offense right now in its current iteration. A couple more things before we call it an episode. Atlanta. Look at that. Welcome back to Atlanta. 5-0 and with Nate McMillan as the interim head coach. I told you, I've always liked Nate. He was solid. the players now play. Yeah, right? <laughs> Trey Young going ball. And Silas is out of here like every day. Fuck, yeah, no, like this is pretty good too, right? We were waiting for this. Uh, you were surprised and uh, as many that Trey Young wasn't in the All-Star game, you know? And now this is like they're going for it, I think. I think this is going to be like... That last hoorah, just like, fuck it. The we last dance? Lo- we, no, no, stop it. Stop it! You know, just that, like, we got nothing to lose now, well, bro. Yeah, we mean, lost our coach. We got this interim coach. Like you said, uh, Nate McMillan's solid. Actually, I lied. They're on a six-game win streak, not well, five. And they're 20 yeah. and 20. They're 500. They're six seed. Wow, Boston is also 20. And, I'm super disappointed in Boston. Yeah, I kind of just it was uh, an off season for them right now. They're 20 and 20 as well. Is Brad Stevens going to be on the hot seat or what? Mm, I don't I, think so. There's a lot of injuries, yeah, a lot yeah. of just, you know, shit at the beginning of the season. Yeah. 
impressive with Charlotte, though. The fifth seed, 20 and 19, very good. Lamelo, I think he's the. Uh, oh my God, the he's future. a rookie. He's a rookie of the year. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, hands down, hands down. Yeah. Okay. NBA rankings. Let's do it. What are we starting with? The East or the Start West? Start with the East. Always. Look, nothing's changed. Philly still <laughs> on top. They're going to maintain that one seed all throughout. We'll see. Twenty and thirteen on a one-game losing streak. Brooklyn, they're at the number two. Twenty-eight and thirteen also. Milwaukee, <laughs> remember that from Wayne's World. Milwaukee no, I've never is seen the movie. Damn, dude. <laughs> Spoiler alert, me. You should do movies we're too young to see. <laughs> Miami is the fourth seed. Rounding out the rest of them is Charlotte, Atlanta. Boston and look, New York, My God. twenty and twenty-one. They are below five hundred, but just barely. Hopefully, we can raise that up a little. Oh, at least this is looking like a good. Uh, Honestly, I'm I'm happy with. And then you have what on the ninth and tenth and eleventh. There's the Bulls, the Pacers, the Raptors. Yeah, mm-hmm. they should be all play-in kind of teams. I think that eight teams right here, they're all deserving so far of making the playoffs in the Eastern Conference. Moving to the West, Fuck. Utah, number one, 29 and 10. Doing it. Still going big, right? Yeah. Phoenix, there we go, 26 and 12. The Lakers actually have one more win than the Suns, but I think because of the schedule and they played each other, they are actually the number three seed. The Lakers are 27 and 13, so they're doing all right. They're doing all right. They're trading a lot of water. Yeah, you know, and like I said, the only thing is, like, I don't think they're going to pass, but I would not want them to go past the sixth seed. No, no, it's just, this is as low as they need to get. Like, third seed, anything lower than third seed when the season ends is actually kind of concerning. Like, Frank. Well, if AD is still out, I, it's still concerning, but at the same time, it's it's not that bad. Okay, I'll give you, you know. that. I'll give you that. But just as a fan and as an organization, oh, yeah, you, you should it. not mm-hmm. be a three seed or at least a four seed and lower. You should not be a four seed and lower. Okay, well, the fourth seed is the Clippers. Number five is the Nuggets. Number six, Trailblazers. Seven and eight are the Spurs and the Mavericks. And then you have the Warriors, Grizzlies, and Pelicans. Yeah, that's going to be an epic playing tournament. Yeah, again, the, the West is going to yeah. look like fun. Yeah. Just fun, young. We got the Pelicans coming in. The Mavs, too. They killed it last year again in the tourney. Um, I'm surprised with the Spurs. Again, with the Golden State Warriors, I still feel that's a, <laughs> I don't know, for me, they're not, I don't think they're going to make it. This is just still it's trading still kind water of, for them. Oh yeah, it's just like a throwaway season because of Clay. I could see that. All right, the last thing we're going to do before we go is look at the games going on tonight, Thursday, March 18th. You know, I think the game for me, we got one, two, three, four, five, six. The one that sticks out to me the most, though, is the New Orleans Pelicans versus the Portland Trailblazers. I like that one the most. I was going to do the Charlotte Hornets versus the Lakers yeah, just because I wanted to see LaMelo, but I think the Lakers are kind of going to be coasting on that a little bit too much. I think the Pelicans and the Trailblazers have more to fight for, and I'm going to love to see that Damian Lillard versus Zion matchup, even though, like, who would it be? It'd be Zion versus Yusuf Nurkic and fucking all those other dudes. But speaking of the Pelicans... Where the hell has Brandon Ingram been, dude? From MIA. MIA, man. <laughs> and not in Miami, not in the strip clubs, not at, Mad- uh, not at all that place. Uh, <laughs> he's a- literally been missing in action. He was an all-star last year. It, it sucks because I was saying this like when the season ended last year. Like I, Brandon Ingram thrived. He, he's not doing bad this mm. season. I'm going to pull up his stats. Currently, he's at 20, almost 24 points, 40% from three, five rebounds, five assists. Like Those are solid, but... I just feel like we had more highlights last year. He was the alpha when Zion was out, and, and that's what he really needs. 
I wanted him to go to Charlotte because he's a Charlotte dude, and that timeline with Lamelo and Ingram would oh, have yes, been perfect. way better, like on schedule. Because Hayward, injury prone, he's a bit older. At least Ingram and Ball are on kind of the same age range, and that would have been cool to have like a one-two punch like that. And the best to like be better than your brother at the same punch. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's for yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. But no, I'm with you too because I was looking at the games, and to be honest, we were talking about it like, off air. But I feel like the Pelicans and the Trailblazers is like the only game that's really worth anything. You know, in the standings in the NBA, but even at that, it's still not that, you know, much of a game. I do want to watch the Hornets and Lakers game just for to see how. Yeah, I, I'll LeBron have it interact. on a little bit. I just want to see that. But the other games, no, but, but no offense, are are toss for tonight. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, so, yeah. Okay, you got the Wizards and the maybe Jazz. Maybe the Knicks Magic. Maybe. I, but, wait, wait. I the, like the fact that you brought up those teams, Malv, because those are teams specifically. I don't know how it's going to work out or anything like that, but Brandon Ingram needs to get himself to one of these teams where they need an <laughs> offensive, an offensive like like star. Yeah. The New York Knicks is like the perfect example. You're a reunion with Julius Randle, former Lakers. Lakers. Tom Thibodeau's right there. They the finally defense, built a defensive culture, but what has been lacking? Their offense. If Brandon Ingram becomes that focal point, I don't know. Just, this is a pipe dream. I'm just I'm just ranting. Yeah, right no, now. you're just trying to build like a poor man's uh, Brooklyn Nets. Exactly. <laughs> Brandon Ingram is the poor man's KD. You would have the New York Knicks versus the Brooklyn Nets battle. Yeah, That'd like be the, so cool. The, I, I, I you saw how like heated he got like though. You saw how heated Randall got. No, no, what, 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 he was fucking mad after that game against Brooklyn. No, no, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. He was super heated. No, that'd be cool. Like bring a rivalry there. Like now, like the Knicks is like more hard boiled. That's the East Coast Lakers Clippers. Mm, I like that. Be. Yeah, that yeah. Be. No, that straight up, be. that could be. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you know, whoever's listening to this, make your make your storylines. We got <laughs> we got to get Brandon Ingram to the Knicks or Where something like that. Uh, anything else? No, man. These are good, solid games. I want to shout out to everybody listening. Thank you, guys. Yes, thank mm-hmm. you. And that's going to do it for today's episode of Last Week in Basketball. If you like what you heard? Feel free to give us a nice rating wherever you listen to your podcast. If you listen on Apple, rate us five stars questions comments anything like that feel free to email us at malvinmogli at gmail.com one more thing follow us on social media will ya at malv underscore n underscore mogli we love basketball and we can't wait to talk about it next week see you then